Hey everyone, and welcome to Drinks and Dice. We're a small group of friends and family who have been playing Dungeons and Dragons together via Zoom for a few years, and have recently decided to start recording and broadcasting our play sessions. The intent behind the broadcast are to help our players remember what happened and catch up on content they might have missed, as well as provide entertainment for all of our children. If you're not one of the members of Drinks and Dice or their children, then you're still welcome, and I hope you enjoy listening along with our adventures. I should note a small disclaimer. Audio issues continue to plague our group, and we're working to get better and better each week. So if you're enjoying the story, hang in there. Audio quality will improve over time. With all that said, let's jump right into this week's adventure on Drinks and Dice. Welcome back, everybody. Um, last week we ended completing the Fire Temple. Uh, went back to have some words with uh, Theo. He gave you some information as to what he expects is happening. What he expects is happening here in regard to these elemental um, kind of gods being related to a greater elemental, or sorry, a greater uh, old god. Um, so there's some information about some potential history there. Uh, he knows that you are going um, into the air temple to potentially uh, fight against... Um, when it lost the name. Is Yan Sibin. Uh, the... Uh, is the air elemental god and then um, obviously if anything is the same as it's been in the past previous dungeons there'll be some kind of priest or prophet there controlling or manipulating um, attempting to bring these beings into our plane of existence once they enter our plane uh, the fear is that they will work to bring this elder god back and chaos will then potentially ensue um he cautioned use of the of the weapons. I think there was a conversation with Saxon and Theo, and uh, just thinking about the power and the you know the costs of said power that comes from using these rings and weapons that you guys have obtained. Um, and yeah, um, you were uh, going to do a little bit of potentially purchasing of some items. I think Saxon um, paid for a. Um, piece of magical item to be enchanted uh, that will be done for the next dungeon um, and then some of the other guys who need anything we're going to purchase uh, whatever you needed uh, from vendors before continuing on to where the air temple resides um, I think that was everything that we finished last week is there anything else uh, a, new, a new legendary item was picked up a new uh, dagger that I believe is being held by uh, Fay? I believe he's in possession of that magic yes. dagger. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. So that is a quick recap of where we were. Um, anything, any business that you need to accomplish or things that you need to do before heading into your next temple? I believe I would restock on ammunition. How much does that cost again? Yeah. Every time we'd have this discussion, I don't recall, but I think we just not said like, much, but it was a I few think gold. We were saying it was like one or two gold each time yeah. we go back. To town. So okay. Just mark off two gold and then you restock. 
and it just assumes you have enough to carry with you. You reclaim 50% throughout your time, and then you can restock at a reasonable rate when you get back to town. All right, so I do that. Sure beats tracking ammunition. Can I get another healing potion to replace the one that I use? You can. Um, I had the cost sheet up, but I just closed it, I think. Oh, second. Which size are you looking to get? Just the normal one. Oh, I think it's 50. That's what it says. I think it's 50. I think it's 50 and 150 for the bigger one. I'll just get the 50. Okay. It's something to keep me alive if all else fails. Okay. Uh, Lord Saxon. Yes, uh, my good hook. Now, I remember you picked up a, a crossbow with a venomous uh, tube recently, one of our travels. Would you be interested in exchanging that for my flame tongue scimitar I have? Uh, you might find it helpful against any air elementals that we come across. Well, um, yes, you must understand this is uh, owner's uh, venomous crossbow. That's uh, that's what we uh, nicknamed it. Uh, this was a uh, this was uh, extracted from a, a a hated villain that we uh, traipsed across the entire jungle countryside, tracking him down and finally gaining the better of him uh, to. Uh, to uh, attain vengeance for his uh, uh, backstabbing ways, and uh, as a part of that, I was able to acquire this crossbow. It's uh, it's quite quite interesting. Oh, wow. I think I remember uh, when I showed you it. Uh, it has some little levers and gears and so forth that you can release poison. Um, but um, yes, I uh, from Theo's words about the. Temple of Air. I'm, I'm, you know, I thought I was looking forward to this a little bit, but the, the closer it gets, the less I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I remember similar experience against some air creatures, and uh, you know, they they quite gave us the business, to be honest. All this lightning, it was, it was shocking, really, how much we struggled. <laughs> but, um, yes, I I certainly have noticed your prowess. Uh, from a from a range with a bow, and you know I'm somehow in the amount of time it takes me to load once and shoot once and miss once, you're usually able to hit three times. So I'm, uh, you know, it's just uh, I guess I'm just not as violent of a man as as you are. So I'm, you know, maybe maybe it would make sense to give give this uh give this a go for you. Take a turn at the at the wheel of the venomous crossbow maybe see how it goes for you i i i uh i would oblige that sure i appreciate your compliments about me being a violent creature uh, i do my best um yeah i've i've studied crossbows in my past and uh, while i'm not maybe as familiar as as you may be having uh got it yourself i think i could uh i have, I have a bit of an air of confidence about me i should say Yes, well, we'll need it going into this air temple for sure. The uh, the airs, 
are important. It's important to, to project errors and have errors when you're going into an error temple. Yeah, um, I, I will um, I will warn you. I, I know that uh, having used this for quite some time, if you if you use the poison too many times, uh, you know the the mechanism wears out and and breaks. It kind of requires, I guess, the, something about the magic uh, requires a reset each day. So you know, just just be aware that you don't uh, use up all the poison in one day, or else it it actually may never work again, uh, which be quite uh, quite unfortunate. Um, that would be unfortunate. Yes. Uh, Thinking back to, to the poison, I don't it. actually think the poison is very effective against these creatures. But I'm sure we'll be facing other things more than just clouds of clouds of gases and so forth. I'm sure mm. there'll be something else that you can find to send some poison forth. Yeah, you're right. I I hope to use the poison. Seems pretty nifty. Um, but over here, if you want to take a look at my flame tongue scimitar, just pick this up at the uh, little fire temple we were at a while back. Oh yes, yes, we were looking at this together, I believe. Yes. Yeah, it's uh just a, a you might think it's a regular scimitar, but you give it a word like ignite, and then it just bursts into flames. It's a mm. pretty big flame. It shows sheds a lot of light, eighty feet worth of worth of light. And uh, it deals a lot of, uh, gives a lot of heat, heat out, makes the target uncomfortable if they're ever hit with it. So I would imagine that is uncomfortable. I'll, uh, yeah, so I, I might take a take a poke or two with it. Uh, it's particularly since my uh, the uh, the rapiers in the shop, so to speak. This yeah, week. Uh, of course. Yeah, it'd be quite handy. Thank you. So a little trade. Yeah. Yeah, um, yes, I, along those lines, I was um, thinking, I'm very remiss to bring this up, but um, I've been wearing this ring of air elemental command, and it's, I've just, uh, you know, this is the last of the four dungeons, and everyone else has had their chance to take command of an elemental, and, you know, be the god of the dungeon, and uh, send forth their minions into battle, and you know I was uh, really looking forward to it. But um, you know, I just I just feel like the the rapidity of your uh, aggression, you know, it, it may serve you better. I'm just not able to generate that level of uh, you know energy attacking over and over again, and it just I you know selfishly I would want to keep it for myself, but I. You know, I know these creatures are quite dangerous, and I'm trying to think of the common good of the group. I wonder if, I wonder if it might make more sense for you to wear. Do you you also haven't had a chance to use a ring like this? I, you're right. I haven't. Uh, you know, I don't really have much jewelry. I don't have much experience wearing rings or different things, but I think it'd be kind of a cool little fashion statement to go along with my decorative cloak I got. And yeah, you know, commanding some air elementals. It's not much more it's fun than that. Well, um, it's, uh, yes, well, well, here, here it is. Here it is. Just, um, I, I, I hope it's, uh, I hope it's helpful to you. 
All right, I'll I'll do do my best with it. I will not let you down. I, I always find myself in the back anyway. It's um, you know, so it's the best place for a strong, brave man like myself. Isn't that where Hook usually finds himself as well? Oh well, ah, uh, yes. <laughs> All right, item trades. You got you guys figure all those out in your inventory. Are you able to add and uh, anything? Yeah, I believe so. I should do a tune to them. Do I uh, attune to them like right away? Uh, it takes a, a rest to to attune to them, but you're they're in downtime, so you can do that without it doing anything. Okay, cool. All right. Any other business? I'm still finalizing some of my spells, but we can move forward while I'm doing that. What? So I give away my secrets and you change them on the fly? I just need to get rid of some <laughs> of my deck spells. <laughs> Uh, any other issues leveling up? Everybody good? Character sheets all correct? Okay, good. I will um, mention something in the group that now I forget what it was going to be. Um, yeah. Totally forget. So. Never mind. Oh, um, good. Oh, I'll, I'll, um, I'll share with the group that I, I've been experimenting with some of the, um, you know, the elemental studies that uh, Theo has has done and shared with us, and some of the books in his library, and I found a quite an interesting uh, line of study that, um, you know, it it may help us, but um, it. Uh, you know, I'm 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 been practicing the possibility of of commanding an area of of space and uh, just a, an overload of magic within that area that I think I think could be problematic for our enemies. So I did just want to mention uh, you you know it's something new that um, you haven't seen before, but it's a large twenty foot cube, and if if you see that come out. Um, you know, just uh, don't don't go in there. You probably won't want to go in there. It, yeah, you don't at all. Uh, but it might it might be very helpful in our uh, in our battles. It's a you know be able to keep the enemy out of a certain area or maybe cast it right upon where they are. Um, you know, again, some some things Theo mentions are helpful and other things you know not so much. So I no guarantees, but uh, just keep that in mind and. The other, uh, the other thing I was thinking is, um, you know, with our with our torches. Uh, I think I've mentioned it before, but uh, you know, if I ever just yell out to avert your eyes, just uh, just make sure you do so promptly because it, uh, you know, might be able to 
use one of the torches to cause a little bit of an explosion, uh, startling oh. our enemies. Oh, that sounds exciting. Yeah, just just by way of reminder. Sounds like a good plan. Yes, my, my friend Robert the Brave, who used to always fight at range with the dancing sword, he would always say, I love it when a good plan comes together. It's one of his catchphrases. Uh, I'm looking for something for Luth. Sorry. Frustrating. I fixed your ring, Luth, and I just need one second left to, to put it on your page. I just realized that I hadn't done that yet. Um, and so... You should now be able to add the golden ring of fire elemental command to your inventory as your ring was attuned now. Then you can just switch your attunement from your, and you can just delete the silver one. Can I um, ask if there's a reason the Flame Tongue Scimitar would not get my full plus hit the way all my other weapons do? Like all my other weapons, I have a plus six to hit, but that I only have a plus three. Uh, I believe you need to attune it first before D and D Beyond shows it. Uh, okay. Shows the bonus. I'll work on that in the background. Thank you. Okay. Luth, were you able to find that item in your inventory? Yeah, and I've attuned to it. Okay, cool. You see the differences? Quite nice. I am taking a look now. All right. So, any last call? Any other nonsense? I'm ready to ready to fight this guy. All right. This is representatives. So everybody packs up their bags. They bid Theo adieu, thank him for the ability to rest and recover. Time spent in his abode. Um, wisdom that he was able to grant and you head out towards the air temple now the air temple uh that you have to traverse through is up up a mountain it's at the top of it's off like a mountain cliff 
Uh, it overlooks a large area of the valley, and, and around this there have been tornadoes and hurricanes and high winds. Um, it takes you a little bit of time to get there. <clears throat> it probably takes a full day just to climb the side uh, of the mountain to get to the top. And as you approach, uh, you see um, in the distance, Glowen would notice this first with her ridiculously high passive perception, um, that it appears that when you get to this, um, try and describe what the tower looks like uh, from a distance so you see the tower off in a distance and you see that there's multiple peaks between uh, the tower so it's like you get to the top of this mountain area and there's like other peaks and and there's bridges that connect these peaks into this tower so then there's you know, you head out onto these other little mountain peaks then you can climb down different mountain parts so the the main the main piece of the mountain is what you're climbing up to now and then at that peak there is a bridge a big uh, bridge, like a stone bridge that, that goes across and into what looks to be this tower. Now, there are other bridges off to the back that are um, they're, uh, rope bridges, but they look to be long, um, shattered and destroyed by the, by the winds and the hurricanes that have come around in the area due to this temple generating all this power now. The stone bridge is the one that seems to be the only uh, means of entrance at the front of the castle, uh, the, the tower. Um, you see movement and commotion at that tower. Uh, you're still very far away, but uh, from the distance, you can see that there is something happening on that uh, on that bridge area. It looks like it's not empty and vacant. There are, there are people or movement or creatures or animals. Something's going on outside. Um, and so as you're tired and frustrated, exhausted from your climb and your travels, you kind of start spotting this, and Glowen would uh, would be the first to notice that activity. I'm sorry, it was creatures on the bridge? Something. You can't tell Something. what, because it's too, you're too far away still, but there's definitely movement and things happening in front of this, uh, this castle. It looks like we got a little mayhem up ahead. <clears throat> It's unusual for us to encounter mayhem before we're even there. Maybe they're a helpful party trying to trying to help us out first. Mm, that's probably it. Yeah, we probably look like mayhem to a lot of people. That's fair. Do we know how to enter this tower? Loose resembles that remark. <laughs> Uh, it appears that the only entrance is this front one where the stone bridge is. So we have to go through this mayhem. Well, Do unless we could, unless we could uh, convince them to allow us to pass unharmed, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I'm able to kind of reason with People? I agree with that. Um, I often find the easiest way to go is just say, excuse me, sir or madam, may I pass? It's worked almost every time for me. I never thought of that. Hmm. You should you should try it on me. <laughs> it doesn't work after you tell them. So, okay. 
I was so hoping you would try. Um, along the way, before we get there, I'd like to use my inspiring leader to give everyone 11 temporary hit points. 11? Look at us. Moving up in the world. Much appreciated. Thank you. Feel so inspired. Could I hear half of the yes, inspirational well, that was, speech? That was how we defeated the uh, the little lightning balls the other time. And, you know, clearly um, we nearly died, but did not. So, you know, what could possibly go wrong? And then I'll shapeshift and hear the other half and get them for both. It's <laughs> 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 not the way that works. I never have them where I need them. <laughs> <laughs> well, there'll be plenty more temp hit points to go around. I'm slightly unclear on how being reminded that we almost died last time we faced one of these is encouraging, but I feel encouraged vaguely. Did you go down in hit points instead? I, I Kaluan, actually, if I recall, I believe you went down. Um, I think I did. Quite a thought, cluster, thought that was the end. Cluster fun, I believe they call that. So, <laughs> so you can choose whether you take yes, this they as do. inspiring leader or vicious mockery, depending on which, <laughs> which, which way you read that story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, should we? Uh, Go get a closer look at uh, who who goes there on the bridge. Does anyone have the uh, eyes of a hawk or anything? Mm. I wouldn't say a hawk. I do have oh. eyes. I mean, I'm good at seeing. Yeah, go and take mean, a look. Last time you generated a bat out of thin air. You know, I don't know if you have any more tricks. Up your sleeve. Oh, if we sure. really want to see, I can always send the echo up. That works every time. <laughs> <laughs> um yes, yes, I can I can create a little a little fella. A hawk, you say? I think a hawk would be inconspicuous. Yeah, they have good eyesight, I believe. Okay. I'm using my wild shape to make a hawk. Okay. Use the find familiar trait of your wild shape to make a mm -hmm. hawk. Okay. But he is on the list. Okay, I'm going to send him over there. I'm just going to tell him to kind of be high enough. How far away is the bridge from us? Uh, you saw it approaching, so you can decide how far you want to be, and then when you get how far you want to be from it before you send the hawk, tell me, and I'll have you make uh, a collective stealth check. If you're kind of hiding or grouping up somewhere, then we'll see how far you are, whether they can see you versus you seeing them. Um, I don't want to necessarily move closer yet. I just wanted to know because when the hawk is within a hundred feet of me, I can communicate. 
I All right, I'm going to try something. I'm going to try something a little bit new with this guy. And I'm actually going to be able to see what he sees. But I won't be able to see or hear you guys. So, um... Don't leave me here. Okay. And then I'll... Glow and we would never do that. I look a little dubiously, but I... Only in case of severe emergency would that occur. Can I feel? I think I can feel, right? I don't think you can feel. I think you can see and hear. Deaf and blind. No, no. Oh, your body can feel. Yes. Yes. We're not getting your audio, Beth. I don't know well, what to do. Here. There it is. Bounce back. Okay. Sorry. Okay, so I'm gonna send my hawk in. Okay. So is how far are I sorry, I was I was focusing on like three things. You move in, you wanna be within a hundred feet to be able to see through your hawk, right? I feel like I don't have a good um, understanding of how close that is in real life. Like, will they be like, oh, look, there's people coming. Pretty close. A third of a football field. Yeah. Yeah, that seems too close, right? Why don't we start by going farther away? Oh, and then... But then you won't be able to communicate with the... Oh, I have an idea. Can you talk to animals? Yeah. My echo any... can go a thousand feet, just throwing it out there. Okay, we could go a number, number of ways with this. We could either have the echo go in, or we could look for a bird around here and ask them what that group's doing. Oh, I, well, I think I can... snakes. Are there any snakes around? I or think snakes. I can send my hawk. We can be far away, and then he'll come back and tell me what he saw. I just can't oh, see okay. gotcha. yeah, that... in real time. That's yeah, that would work. That seems good enough. Okay, I'm doing that. Okay. So you send your hawk. He goes around and does a loop. And he comes back. Takes a bit of time. You see your hawk reapproach you. Uh, and here he is. He says, squawk, squawk em, squawk, squawkerty. <laughs> Can you communicate with your familiar? Uh, yes, telepathically. Telepathically. Okay. Yes. Okay. So there were lots of people uh, on the bridge. They looked armed. Uh, there were a couple of people mounted on some hippogriffs 
Um, sorry, some griffins, not hippogriffs, griffins, full-on griffins. Um, there were uh, large four, like, in the tower, this, there's a centralized tower in the center, and then there were four other towers that kind of branch off of this tower, so this nod-shaped structure. Um, and so basically there was like a medium-sized tower on the, the left side and a medium-sized tower on the right side, and then two shorter towers, about half that height in the middle, uh, next to that, and then the very center was the tallest tower. Um, so there's kind of five towers as part of this one big tower that they have here. Uh, and at the top of the outside two towers were swirling, looks like balls of energy at the top of each of those towers. Hmm. Can you ask your bird if there's a way to sneak by, like sneak in without them seeing us? Um, sure. Do we think this is going to be a dungeon like all the rest, like an underground? Or maybe this is it, where it's all just out in the open? Because air. Did, did Theo know or give us any information about what to expect? No, the towers themselves are very, fairly new. They kind of seem to have come out of nowhere. Um, so he didn't know much about the tower specifically. Is there an entrance that's apparent? One apparent entrance off the stone bridge. There are no windows in the tower at all on the back end or the front end. No other doors that it seems to be there. Uh, the things you thought were bridges look more like um, misshapen viney rope attachments that go from one uh, section of this tower to the other. And then the the stone bridge that is there uh, drops down. So like it, it adjoins two mountain peaks and it drops down probably 3,000 feet below um, to the bottom of this ravine. So it's very, like these this bridge is very high. It's suspended very high across these two uh, mountain structures. But there's no secret unlocked hidden back door. Not that the bird saw, <laughs> or that you would be able to get too easily. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I mean, how critical was this one, really? I mean, we have finished three out of four. That's a good point, actually. It's a 75% completion rate. Yes, um, really nothing to sneeze at. I'm pretty proud of it, actually. Hmm. Seems like maybe we just have to take this bridge. Hmm. Is there a way for all of us to become invisible at the same time? That would have been a handy line of study. I had invisibility at one point. I don't think I have it now. I almost took Pass Without a Trace, but I didn't. Oh, if you're looking for Pass Without a Trace, I do happen to know that. I don't know if it would be helpful in this not very hidden bridge. Yeah, I don't know.
seems dubious, but, um... Does it look like if we go up to one end of the bridge that everybody on the entire structure would see us and war would break out? Um, I mean, there's people on the bridge that look armed. I don't know what you're hmm. asking necessarily. Like, if you landed on the other side of the bridge, if they wouldn't see you? They're all over the bridge. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, I could, well, yeah. Was your question like, how long is the bridge? Can we approach one end of it without arousing the yeah. entire thing? Yeah, I guess oh, so. Okay. Um, bridge is. Let me get my ruler out. It's over 100 feet long uh, from the mountain to the entrance of the other tower on the bridge. So. The entire bridge is over 100 feet, 120, 115 feet long from tip to tip. Is there? Uh, it's about is... 25 feet wide on its on its narrowest uh, sections, with a few uh, pieces that kind of jut out a little bit. But for the most part, it's about 25 feet wide and 120-ish feet long. And how many people are on it? Uh, Lots. Yeah, but lot, there's lots, and, and there's lots. A dozen and a half. Eighteen. What is the bridge spanning? Two mountaintops. Connecting the mountaintop you're on to the mountaintop that this tower exists on. There's no, like... The castle, the tower castle, is built into the side of this mountain, so there's no ground around this tower. It's just shooting up out of the ground, and the only thing that's connecting it to any other land is this bridge, which is connected to the mountain that you're on now. Well, I'm not opposed to just walking up and asking them. Well, yes, maybe going. we could try the diplomatic approach. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. I mean... You know, most of these other places, there have been some combination of, uh, of variant creatures and uh, underworld uh, abominations. And, you know, these are these are people. I mean, you know, could be you know, perfectly reasonable reason for so many armed guards to be here at the entrance. Uh, you know, maybe to keep any uh, enemies from escaping. Hmm. That's a good thought. I agree. That's a... Yeah. Did they look uniformed? Um, for the most part, yes. They're uninformed? Uniformed. For the most part, yes, they did look uniformed. Still muted. I've unmuted four times. For the most part, yes, they did look (laughs) uniformed. I've said it now six times. (laughs) (laughs) Were they uniformed? For the most part, yes, they were uniformed. But, But were they uninformed? For the most part, you don't know. All right. Well, Saxon, you have a diplomatic air about you. It might be good for you to just give them a good talking to. Yes, I will um, try to observe the color of their uniform. And as I approach, I will um, 
transform my cape uh, with a flourish into that same color and not not trying to imitate them, but just trying to, you know, be within the same color scheme, if you will. So you'd have to be pretty, I mean, reasonably close to be able to figure out what they looked like color-wise to get a good description of their uniform styling and whatnot. Okay. Well, we're, I think we're approaching, right? Saxon was approaching. Yes, definitely. Maybe no one's behind him, in which case he'll be... Solis is with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll fall behind too. Okay. Uh, that was Saxon. Saxon, Solis, and Hook are approaching. Yeah. Are we not all going? We should all go. I'm happy to go. I wasn't... Plan relied on some amount of deception that only he could pull off. You cut out for a second. What was that? Nothing. I'm fine with going. I don't know if we have to be deceptive. We can just be truthful and honest and explain our, our plight. I wouldn't be too honest. Our plight. I'm sorry. Can you please just help get us into this temple? We need to destroy it. Can you help? <laughs> Something along those lines. I, yeah. All right. So we approach to the point where we can see who we're dealing with here. Um, let's say what, 50 feet. Is that fair? Okay. There's not going to be a place to hide within 50 feet. So at this, if you get, I mean... There's probably not a place to hide within. I was not thinking yeah, of not 100 yards, really. So uh, it's kind of a big clearing out uh, that leads up to this space. So um, as you approach, I'm going to move your map down. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So... As you would be approaching, this is the scene you would see. Now you would start to see this. You can change your mind about what you want to do. You would start to you would start to see the quantity of people. You knew the quantity when the bird kind of gave you the count, but you would you would start to see more of this take shape as you um, as you approach from a distance. Um, and there would be opportunity to kind of duck and observe if you'd like to do that. Um, there's anything else you want to observe now that you can kind of see what the map looks like um before sure i think i would want to observe if there are organized patrols if there appears to be a leader giving instructions if they are any movements if they're like on guard versus just busy work you know if, are they are they repairing the bridge? Are they you know looking mm -hmm. around for enemies? Just like and what are what are the griffins up to in the background? Okay, so I'll, I'll first have you make a stealth check in the kind of surrounding areas. You're kind of like uh, you know Frodo overlooking the wall at this point, trying to get a get a look as to what's going on. 
So I'll see how your hiding -y abilities are. Okay. And now, Hook, are you casting something or are we just doing this straight? I would cast Pass Without a Trace just in case. Um, so that's a so that gives a plus 10. That's a plus 10. Whatever you roll. Okay. 26 for Saxon. I got 37. 37. 23. 23. 34. 34. 8. Roll the 10. 3. Wait, you have to add plus 10. Oh, everybody adds plus 10. 18. What is your modifier? Roll the three. Luckily, have a plus five modifier, which brings me to 18 as well. Mm, nice. Okay. Okay. So that's fine. Um, and as you sit, uh, you feel... Shadows are wrapped around you from the cloak spell. You all feel pretty good about yourselves. Feel like you're well hidden from the eyes of the um, the tower. And you look out and you kind of watch for a while, and you see there's three there's three guards that seem to be in the front of the bridge. They seem to be very focused, at attention, standing, watching. Um, you observe the rest in the back, and and the guards have an orange uh, like an orange fringe to their uniforms. The they're dressed in a um, um, uh, they have uh, matching helmets, matching capes. Um, they have a matching uh, uniformed cape. It's a it's a orangish tone to all of their armor adornments, uh, and they have a blue cape, a light blue sky blue cape uh, on their backs. And then uh, each one carries a sword and a shield, I believe. Um, nope, just a sword, uh, and they are wearing a, a, a heavier armor, uh, the night, the, the night looking guys are. And then you see, uh, as you're observing kind of behind them, there's a couple of, there's a couple of people who are dressed in a, in a all head to toe sky blue robes, uh, and those guys are back milling behind these folks, and they are conversing with the, with the knights, and kind of a little more laid back than the guy than the three knights in the front and it seems like the guys in the front are, are very much on duty and focused and the guys in the back are kind of just kind of waiting for some action They're just kind of hanging out um and like in the very center you see the four guys that kind of in this group they look kind of like villagers compared to the rest of these guys like they look kind of underdressed uh, they are all in matching uniforms, like a brown leather tunic with uh, with a light blue kind of short, uh, kind of probably waist length cape, um, and no helmets, no additional weapons that they they appear to have. They just kind of seem, um, they seem like normal normal people ish, uh, while the rest of these guys seem to be more of a there's like a purpose behind their presence. Um, up on the top of the tower. You see the three griffins. They're gorgeous beasts. They're large, uh, feathered, um, eagle-looking creatures, um, big enough to carry uh, 
another human or a humanoid creature on their backs. Um, they're perched um, just off the center tower uh, on the rampart there, and they are they're kind of watching out. Um, they're kind of looking into the mountain passes. They're the ones that, as you sit stealth in the area, that you're the most concerned about spotting you. Because uh, you can see they're higher up than anyone else, and they're just kind of watching out over the ravine. And they're looking around this this entire mountain area, um, but the only real obvious threat that they uh, seem to have assessed is this front entrance to the castle. So they seem to have put up a guard. Uh, there are three individuals perched on these on these griffins. Um, they are not wearing the same uniforms as the others. Um, one is. Uh, one is dressed in a in a it's, a it's a robe it's a light robe but it's different than the other robes it's a more royal blue um and he doesn't have, have a helmet or a mask or anything on um and he has a, a staff um kind of in his hand he's holding a staff the guy in the and that's the guy on the um that's the guy on the right as you're looking at the tower um, the guy in the middle, guy in the middle, um, is holding a large, um, uh, like a, like a lance looking thing in his hand. It looks like a big spear sword type thing. Uh, and he's holding this and he, he's a little more armored. Uh, he's got like a big metal breastplate on, no helmet. Um, but, you know, long flowing white hair. He looks to be, um, and it's pretty far off. You can't really tell what race he is, but he's a humanoid type, elf, human, uh, one of those types of characters. He's not a dwarf. He's taller than that. Um, and he's, he's further, uh, further up in kind of in the center. What else? Uh, the guy on the far left, you notice. is uh similar to the one on the right uh in his in his in his attire staff in his hand uh no real weapon or heavy armor to speak of but um seems to be wearing some kind of a, 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 a tunic of some kind of blue tunic with a big blue cape and that is what you observe uh with the tower and the griffins he described the guards in orange and then the four in the center looking like villagers. What was your brief description of the other four? Uh, they they were robed characters in, in long, long kind of robes. They were a, a, a sky blue to match the cloaks of the of the knight. Uh, it was like a sky blue robe. Also, no obvious weaponry. No obvious weaponry, no. The guards, do, are they carrying anything? Swords. Long swords. Okay. Alright. Uh, well, having having observed this, all of us, uh, Saxon will just say, um, yes, uh, are we uh, good to proceed, or anyone have further thoughts? What's the height of the wall? The height of the towers? 
the wall where the griffins are. Oh, they are... Uh, they're not quite to the full... So again, there's there's the four towers. Sorry, the five towers that kind of are part of this. Um, they... What would be... Let me see here. So the tall towers are about... 70, 70 feet high. The short towers are about 35 feet high, 40 feet high. And these walls are about 20 feet. So they're not quite as tall as the Schmitz Tower. Well, I would normally be one to say, let's just go right on in, but this situation does give me pause. I agree. I just feel like we haven't found any way around it. I would honestly feel better if they were carrying weapons. The fact that they're not is quite concerning. Oh, and the, the glowing balls of energy on the top of those towers are they look like just little glowing lightning -y power sources. Is it uh, daytime still? It is currently daytime, yes. Well, we can try the diplomatic approach and maybe we'll be able to run away. We don't necessarily have to fight to the death. I'm a did, pretty did fast Did you say anything about this one that it would might be harder than the others? Did he give any clue about that? He said, congratulations, you're level eight. Okay. That helps. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to take my total of 94 hit points and shall I go walk across the bridge then? Is that what you're saying, DM? Oh, you're level eight now. I don't so know. many. You use your level eight wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if we are indeed going, right before we go, I'm going to pull out a, a feather from a creature that I I found at my latest stint in the forest and just going to go up to Saxon and touch him on the shoulder and cast Enhance Ability on him, which gives him advantage on Charisma check. Okay. Nice. Uh, and Sax will say, yes, if I um, get in a conversation with him, just let me uh, let me at least have a chance to share my whole thoughts before you jump in. If, Please, if do you hear that? <laughs> I just want to say um, mid-conversation on the bridge... Unless we like immediately go to combat, con uh, combat, I have uh, a thought, so I I may try to interrupt for a second. Well, there it is. You've been warned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll have to 
Take that as it comes. No, you couldn't have predicted it, but Luth is <laughs> planning on interrupting. <laughs> All right. Uh, Saxon begins to approach with his sky blue cape, which is his favorite color cape anyway. So. Okay. Uh, are the rest of you approaching close behind, standing a bit off? What's the what's the marching order? What's the give me the vibe? How's this working? Standing right. back a little bit. Luth is going to try to be middle of the pack, as like inconspicuous as possible, nondescript. Saxon, do you want? Yeah, what's your plan? Us all to come with you. Well, I'd like to gauge their, um, you know relative friendliness or animosity and um you know if i can engage in some uh verbal sparring with them you know maybe for up to a minute uh maybe able to you know convince them of uh the wisdom of uh cooperating with us you know might work might not you never know so we should you want to go along stick with you but give you a few feet sure before Saxon gets out of my reach, I will, I can reach out and touch his arm and cast guidance on him, right? Uh, how long does that last? I don't think it lasts very long. It's a minute. A minute, okay. Enhanced ability is like an hour with concentration, right? So, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, there was a difference. Okay. So just put your characters, you should have control of your characters on the map. Um, you should just be able to kind of pack yourselves around, uh, and then I'll assume you're approaching up to as far as these guards will allow you to. And um, Enhanced ability was advantage, is that what you said? Yes. Oh, thanks. Okay. All right. So the group begins to approach, and as you do, the guard in the middle... And uh, they all have their swords kind of already drawn, the three in the front, and they're just kind of standing there holding their swords, right? And the runs in the back start to stir a little bit and start to... Conversations start to slow, and they look up as they notice you, and the guard in the middle in the front says, Halt! Halt! Section What's your seven. business? Hail and well met there. I didn't expect to see such uh, friendly faces so far out in, in the wilderness. I'll say again. What's your business? Oh, yes. Uh, yes, we've come to uh, take a look at the, um, the local scenery here. And, the, um, you know, we've heard that there was a bit of a disturbance in this area with some, some high winds and so forth. And we just uh, wanted to get the lay of the land and have a chance to uh, uh, make sure that everyone's safe and, and uh, no harm is done. No disturbance here. Take your friends and go. Uh, yes, I'm not sure that, uh, we've had a chance to properly be introduced, uh, there, good sir. My name is, uh, Lord Saxon, uh, of the, uh, Northern Region. Listen, I, uh, I'm under strict orders to let no one in and no one out. I'm oh, gonna no ask you in? again well, nicely. You're gonna have to go. Oh, well, I don't we know could, what you're uh, doing here. You gotta get out. Assistance. We... Assistance. Yes. Does it look like we need assistance? Well, okay. you, you may not know our uh, particular set of skills. 
I don't think I need to know your set of skills to know that we have this under control. Yes, may I uh, may I ask before I go? Uh, may I ask uh, who who you are uh, working on behalf of here? Who uh, who is in charge of the operation? Oh, you want to meet the boss? <laughs> yeah, sure. And so uh, he just kind of puts his hand up like this, and you notice the Griffin Rider in the middle sees it, sees the whole thing going on, and he looks to the guy on the right and nods. And this guy on the right is going to fly down and land. Not aggressively, but like kind of aggressively. Like, if you would be like here, he lands like right in front of you. So like, you can reach out and touch this thing. Like he like lands annoyingly close to you. Kind of a display of dominance and says, what's the problem here? Oh, yes. Hello there. Uh, and the, what kind of race of person is yes. this? Or? So this is... Would we would we let uh, Saxon be that far up? Would we be closer? You'd probably all be in that grouping that you would put yourselves in, so you would be closer, yeah. Uh, this one is this guy. Um, so he is a... One second. In that moment, I would like to do something when you're done. Okay. Uh, he is. He looks to be an elvish. Uh, you're not sure if he's half or full, but he appears to be okay. some kind of an elvish uh, build. Um, he, the while the token doesn't reflect this, he does have a um, a ashen complexion he is a darker complexion uh, elf like character okay um okay so i think i was going to converse with him but then luth said he, he was doing something so as he flies down i'm a, i'm watching the group can i check and see like how focused they are on that guy uh, I mean, it's a giant griffin that kind of flies down and lands in the middle. Like, it's 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 a pretty good spectacle. Okay, so as everybody's focused there, I would like to cast my echo and then change positions, and he would be, like, hunkered down on the corner of the bridge, okay. hidden, and I would like to change positions and then see if I can kind of crawl under the bridge and hang underneath. So it's a several thousand feet drop off the edge of the where you are now, and there is it's just straight down. There's no water. There's it's just several thousand feet straight down. You did know that prior to doing this maneuver. I okay. just want you to be sure that that's. And there's there's nothing to hold on to from the bridge perspective. It's a stone bridge, so it's. Mm. You, I mean, you, I will let you make checks. You can certainly try and climb it. It's not just going to be a easy traversing. Yeah, I have gloves of amphibiousness or whatever, yes, but I don't think that that gives me any 
advantage on holding on. It just makes it not slow me down. I thought, I thought you had gloves of climbing, or somebody did. I I think that's the assumption when I read this, but now that I'm reading it, it looks like it just doesn't slow me down. I can get my full movement, if I understand it correctly. Yeah, so you, you get, um, usually you move at half speed while climbing. So okay, so there's no advantage to holding on. So you on. still have All to right. make the athletic checks to climb. All right. Then I guess it won't do it. All right, never mind. Okay. Uh, so the stone walls, by the way, on the bridge are about five feet up all the way down stone wall section. So they're about five feet up the walls, and then it's just that several thousand feet drop. Um, so he lands. He's, he's an elvish, uh, elvish build. Uh, he looks more authoritative. He looks, uh, his eyes are a little more, more fierce. Um, and he says, you now stand before the Feathergale Knights. We are known in these parts. We've been commissioned to guard this space. And we've been told not to let anyone pass for any reason. I'll ask again, as my friend here says. Be on your way. There is no business here for you. Yes, oh, thank you. Fe Featherdale, you say, or Feathergale? I mean... Feather Gale, older man, surely you've heard of here. us. Yes, that's what I thought, anyway. Um, yes, it's uh, excellent to meet you, uh, my good uh, my good sir. I see you uh, have a bit of elvish blood, much like myself. Um, you know, we're most, uh, most interested in uh, uh, coming out and, and just observing the, the local scenery. And, and um, you know, we, we heard some curious tales of, of some disturbing... Um, storms and so forth I, I hear the storms in these mountains can get can quite get quite uh quite a show with the lightning and and so forth uh you know we're we're uh quite captivated by uh being out here and uh seeking adventure we heard rumor of um you know that there may be even um some uh some involvement with yan sibin and uh we were we were most intrigued by this prospect so as you can see we've traveled quite a great deal to uh to have this opportunity to have a brief interview with you and in the minute of time that he's speaking saxon would like to use his um which i just had up uh enthralling performance um choose three creatures that watch and listen to you perform for a minute um so like that one and the well, let's say the let's say the elf, the griffin, and then the guard on the left. Uh, so, if you allow that, then each target would make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Um, minutes a bit long. Uh, it doesn't have to be a minute straight. It would be part of the, like a conversation potentially, because there was some there, there was some back and forth, and uh, I'll give it a minute through the back and forth of the conversation. Um, wisdom, you say? Save? Yes.
On a failed save? Uh, on a failed save, uh, they are charmed for one hour until they take damage or until we attack. Okay. I attack or one of us attacks. And elves. Just check something, I think. Elves do have advantage against advantage being charmed. Advantage on being charmed, yep. So it was, a, it was a 15 for the griffin, a natural 20, and then a 7, but I have advantage on that roll. And the second one was worth. So uh, the elf would be... Uh, the elf on the griffin would have failed his save. Okay. Um, um, sensing that, Saxon would um, uh, just beckon his allies to come a little closer in, in a peaceful gesture and just um, say, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name there, uh, uh, Knight of the Feathergale. They call me Hurricane. Kind of shoulders up a little bit as he says it. He's pretty proud. Oh, it's excellent. The other knight that failed is looking at them like, what? Come on, like, what? The one on. that succeeded. The one that succeeded is safe. He's yeah. Like, you know, what's going on? He's kind of looking up at the other two. Griffin Rider, like, people, like, what? what's happening? Why is this Why is this guy, like, why is this guy not, like, killed everyone yet? Um, a little bit disgusted, a little bit confused looking. Um, yes, yes, Hurricane. These are these are my friends. My name is uh, Saxon, and these are these are my friends. Uh, Luth here, Celise, uh, Zethafe, Glowin, and uh, and Hook. We're we're most pleased to make your acquaintance. I'm sure I'm sure my uh, party members are are also most pleased to make your acquaintance. So the guard who called him down is like he's had enough. He's like, no, come on, what is going on? I I don't care who they are. They're not supposed to be here. Strict instruct. Do you remember what she said? Strict instructions. I've been standing out here for hours. I don't stand out here for hours for no reason. And the guy just kind of, shh. Know your place. I'm not so sure about these folks. You don't seem too bad. And the guy like turns and he's like going like this to the guy in the middle on the other griffin. And, um, he is going to come down, and the other one is going to go up. So you see the other one on the far right go up to the top of the center tower. You see this guy slide down. You're saying the one that I was just conversing with just No, left? no, this guy didn't oh. leave. Oh. The, the other two. And he's not going to land. Um, he's going to kind of hover here. Uh, and he's going to fly down, but you don't see. The other guy just flies up to the top of the other tower, which you can't really see much of. It's really high up, and it's kind of farther set back. So you don't, he just disappears up to the top of that tower. Uh, but this guy flies down and says, Hurricane, what's happening here? I set you down to take care of business. I see that it's not being handled very well. He says, oh, no, these fine people were just introducing themselves. They were about to... Tell us all about what's going on in the valley, and we were about to have a picnic lunch. 
<laughs> so sorry to I need to clarify. The orange guard succeeded his save, but the griffin and the rider both failed. The griffin just, succeeded. Just oh. the rider. Just the rider. Just failed. the rider failed. Oh wow, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Yeah. Um and he says, yes. No, no, we were specifically told what to do here. We're being paid a handsome sum to let no one near this place. Yes, uh, yes, Hurricane and, and myself were just uh, striking up a brief acquaintance, and it's wonderful to, to share a common bond together. And, and I don't believe I caught your name. A good and you're all here, that. right? You're, you're all still here. None yeah. of you have left or made yeah. yeah. And he was like, I also seem to recall being told about a specific group of five to six people that we should absolutely let nowhere near this place. Luth, Where did you say you were from? Luth, Luth Axe. I'm sorry. Um, Luth is going to cast his Wall of Fire and cut off half the bridge. Okay. Where do you, I With... think there's a dragon trap for Wall of Fire. If not, I'll drag it in and give you control of it. Okay. Nope, it's just a bonfire. So one second, I have the spell. I just have to drag it in for you. All right, I'll figure out how to mark this off later. Um, I'm assuming I can lay it on top of people, right? Yep. And it is jet of fire. Um, what are the measurements? Let me check them. Sixty feet is what I recall. By. Uh, wall of fighter, 60 feet, one foot thick, 20 feet high. 60 feet, okay. Are you going likewise, or? Yeah, just rotate it 90 degrees. This, and then you should have control of it. You can put it where you want it to be. Yeah, I would drop it right there. Right on top of those guys, okay. Right, so you do that. Can I also uh, cast my echo in that same moment, or no? No, that's an action. Your echo is a bonus action? Yeah. It's within the same six seconds, so yes, you could do both if it's a bonus action. Okay. Uh, and let me just let me look up Wallifier. I think these guys have to make a save. Uh, yeah, they have to make a dexterity saving throw or take 5d8 damage. Yep. Yep, okay, so it's two uh, little guys and a knight. Got it, okay. All right, so I'm going to roll them, and then we'll roll initiative. Because clearly something's about to go down. Deck save for the knight. An 18. So I take half damage, I think. Um, yes. I guess I need to roll that damage. I'm sorry. Uh, 5d8. Holy moly. Well... 
the other two roll the natural one and a five. So they both fail, sure. But the knight succeeded. 17 damage. Okay. So the knight is burned up pretty bad, and you hear him yelling underneath the, uh, the wall of fire. And these two guys are immediately consumed and obliterated to ash. They're done. Dunzo. Um, okay, so let's get initiative rolls. Uh, hook. I rolled 12. 12. Got it. Celise. Eight. Eight. Luth. I'm sorry, uh, 17. Saxon. Nine? Nine. If you roll it in D and D beyond, I picked it up automatically. Uh Glowin. Thirteen. Uh alright. Uh I'm gonna track this fight in D and D Beyond, by the way. Zethafe, I think a five. Yep. Alright, cool. I'm gonna track this fight in D D Beyond because there's a lot of characters and I think it might be a little easier. Um so if you want to pull the initiative tracker out of D&D Beyond, you should be able to see that. Oh, how do we see the initiative tracker in D&D Beyond? Can we see it? Hmm. I don't think I've ever done that before. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Not to say oh. it can't be done, but... I mean, I can also I just will... wait until it's my turn. I'll throw them in here. That's fine. 19. Uh... I have an ominous feeling about this Uh, situation. So top of the order is this uh, this guy here, the main leader guy, and he is not happy with what just happened. And so he is going to fly up a bit. So he's vertically going up. He's going to be about uh, like 50 feet above you now. He's going to say, how dare you interfere with the... Sorry, I forgot their names. Uh, Feathergale Knights and their business here. <laughs> You'll suffer the wrath that legendary legend has told. And he is going to um, cast hate 
than himself. Uh, and that's gonna end his turn. Next up is the guy who flew to the top of the mountain, to the top of the thing. And you're gonna see him, um, and not only are you gonna see him, you're also going to see another woman look out over the top of the tower. Kind of at the top of the tower, she's looking out over it. You can kind of see her above. She's not, she hasn't said or done anything. You just kind of see her as he swoops down five. See how far we can go, Griffin. Um, travels 80 feet in the air. He can get lost my rule. It's not on my toolbar anymore. So you guys ever had the ruler tool disappear on you? Um, I've not used it before. I don't use that often. Forced one down on the left. Oh, the whole thing is missing. No, I have all my other tools. I have arrow, the object layer, the draw button, the magnifier, some strange torch button, which is dynamic lighting. My ruler um, now looks like a sideways comb. Oh man. I don't know if that's where it was. Oh, everything went dark. I know. I just jacked it all up. I don't want I that do. to be a spell that someone's casting. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> not. Total darkness. Oh, good. Dynamic lighting off. Save. Okay. Did everybody on that one side of the wall have to make a save? Or did only the two guys in the wall? Or three guys? Three. Just the three in the wall. But if they come in contact with it, they will be burned. This is wall of fire, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. One side of the wall deals 5d8 fire damage to each creature that ends its turn within 10 feet of that side or inside the wall. A creature takes the same damage when it enters the wall for the first time on its turn or ends its turn there. The other side of the wall does no damage. Well, they haven't had their turn yet. When the wall appears, each creature with, within its area must make a dexterity saving throw or take 5d8 or half as much. And then one side of the wall deals the damage. So only the creature, when it was cast, only the creatures that it was cast on took the damage, and then anyone else who ends their turn subsequently or comes within contact of it will take the additional damage. So that doesn't count as entering for the first time. Like, okay. Right. When, when you have a chance, I just want to clarify one more thing. Okay, I don't know where my measurement tool is, and that's frustrating because now I have to count all these individual squares. So just give me one second. Yep. Can we can we do a measure that you can see? Are you measuring from like him or something? Oh. Yeah, thank you. I'm still able to measure. Uh, I want to get 
160 feet from him, I think will give me where I want to be. Yeah, so I'm going to fly all the way down 160 feet. Which is my dash speed, so I can get to about here, I think. So 160 would be there. Yeah. That's good. So I'll be here. Uh, so, so he dashes. He's going through the fire? He's over it. He's flying. And he, 20 feet high? He's not to the fire. He's here. I'm sorry. I thought it was the front guy. Yeah, I see all you guys measuring, showing off. I don't know why I can't. <laughs> I'm going to refresh the page while yeah, maybe he refresh. tells me what he's going to do. Um, before before you do that, I did just want I did just want to clarify the charm um, lasts for an hour until it takes any damage until I attack it or it sees me attack or damage its allies. So none of those okay. things have happened yet. So that particular character is still considered charmed. It, my based on my reading. Yep, it's a bit extreme, but yep. He's magically confused. I mean, as far as I yep. can tell, nobody He's... even knows where this wall of fire came from. <laughs> but anyway. Okay. You He's said done. any of his allies, right? No, until it sees me attack or damage its allies. So I have not attacked. So no. he's not charmed by you. He has no good feelings for you necessarily, but for me. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to step forward here. And I'm going to attack the griffin. Okay. Go ahead and roll for attack. Oh my goodness, that's stupid. Um, 12. Just hits. Oh. Oh. Big fluffy beast. Aww. Did not expect that. Um, 14 damage. Okay. Plus 5 thunder. Okay. And then... I'm going to teleport to my Echo. So they're going to switch positions. Okay. And that'll be the end of my turn. You're just making one attack? Oh, I make two attacks. I'm sorry. I would do my second attack before I teleport. Um... Where's that? 13 to hit. Hits. 13 piercing damage. 3 thunder. Okay. And then you teleport. Then I teleport. Okay. Next up, it's the knight's turn. Um, these knights are going to back away. All of them are. So they are not 
being burned by the fire. This poor knight in the middle of the fire is going to run through it. Um, he's all jacked up, but the first person he sees is you, Luth, and he's going to engage with you. The other knights uh, would begin to surround this guy. Uh, this guy who succeeded on his save approaches you, Saxon. Doesn't like what you're doing. Um, and none of the other knights you can see through the other side of the wall of fire, but they just kind of are not. I mean, they would start to move forward maybe towards the fire, but they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't get close enough to get burned by it. Um, so the first knight's going to attack you, Luth. Um, uh, and he's going to swing at you with his longsword. A six to hit. That does not hit. That is what I figured. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, the next one is going to try and grapple you, Saxon. So I'd like to uh, I'm gonna make a strength, do a contested strength roll. Okay. Um... Are we, let's see, we're past this guidance, this one minute guidance, right? Well past, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, wow, that was actually somewhat good. Uh, 16. Say 16 or 15? 16. 16. I rolled a 15. Ah. I'm unsuccessful in my grapple attempt. Uh, and the next, uh, the next two, um, are going to attack the Echo. First roll is a 17 to hit. I'm sorry. Uh, 17, I believe, just hits. And then that'll be a minimum damage or whatever. So I'll roll the damage. You know what it is? Uh, three points of slashing damage. I'm sorry. Three, four points of slashing damage. And my echo disappears. Okay. Ends the knight's turn. Glowing? Yes. Um, I'm going to reach into my pocket and pull out three nutshells that I, you know, came across when I was in the woods. And my concentration spell will abate on Saxon and I will cast confusion right here. And every creature in a ten foot Radius will be affected or has to make a save.
You said here? I was thinking that I would be able to get both of those griffins. That's not it. You can go one more to the left, right? Uh, you have control of that 10 foot. If I go one at the left, I won't get both. Right? Because it's a radius and not squares. Because it's spherical. It, it would touch this. It would touch this griffin and this griffin. And the riders, assumably? or They're on the griffin. Uh, yeah. They're higher, like the ones on the ground. The other one's fifty foot up. Oh, which one's up? The this one. Okay, so I, I'm not even gonna try to oh. get him then. Oh, I thought that one was down on the ground talking to me. He was hovering, but I I didn't he, know he was high. During his turn, he flew up fifty feet and cast oh. haste. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that. Okay. He cast haste on himself. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go. Darn. I'll go here then and try to get that other knight. Is that possible? I see one, two, three knights and the griffin. Will you be able to get here? Yep. Okay. Um, so that's a wisdom save. Okay. I'll start with the top knight. What happens on a failed save? Um... <laughs> The affected target cannot take reactions and must roll a d10 at the start of each of his turns to determine his behavior for that turn. Okay. So the first one rolled a 17. Save. Okay. The next night, bottom left night. An eight. Fail. Griffin. Sorry, the other knight to the right. Some save. Six. That's a fail. Griffin. Fourteen. Oh, sorry, fifteen. Uh, that's my DC. So that's a save, and then an eleven for the elf. Okay. Fourteen for Luth. I I didn't choose to affect you. Good grief. But maybe you should have. I think it says every creature. You choose, I think. Ah. What's maybe the spell I read it? I'm reading it. I I think he's actually right. Stop trusting you guys. Yeah. I mean, honestly, what's the difference for Luth? <laughs> don't, you, don't you sit there and roll a die for your behavior? It's a what little more, then, more involved than that. 14, Sick I failed. Okay, I'll mark you. When do they get to save again? End of their next turn. Yes. No, what confused. spell is that? Um, confusion. C confusion. Mm. Okay. Anything else, Glow?
No. Okay. Actually, I'll step back a bit. Oh. All right. Uh, first, I'm looking for any shady spots. Uh, is there any like hover? Like, there's no, a bush I like, see in the distance. It's like a football field and a half of open terrain. Okay. Before you approach, there wasn't really a place to hide gotcha. once you got close. Okay. So that bush is a little too small for me. All right. So I'm just going to back up. I have a little more speed at the moment because uh, back up down there. So I have some uh, good good speed at the beginning of combat. And then I'm going to take my focus off of Pass Without a Trace since I'm concentrating on that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on the Griffin guy that is on the ground. My bonus action. And then I'm going to start using my new crossbow I just picked up. And then just shoot some sharpshooter shots with it at that same griffin guy. Okay. So the first roll is a 14. 14 just hits. Okay. So that will do quite a lot of damage. All right, well. So that does 27 damage. Piercing damage. Uh, magical piercing damage. Uh, second shot is an 18. Also hits. Now we'll do 17. That's my hunter's mark. Oops. Uh, 20 damage. Okay. You see, you shoot the first one and it goes like right into, right into what is probably one of his vital organs. And then as you fire the second shot, you see him slump over in the saddle of the griffin. Oh, to be unconscious. Ouch. Well, uh, I got one more shot in me, so I'm going to shoot the uh, knight standing next to him. The one right there. And that is an. Oh, oops, I already rolled it. 15. To hit. 15 on the knight does not hit. Okay. Cool. So then that ends my turn. Okay. Now these guys turn. Half of them are dead. Um... All right, so I want to read this wall of fire spell real quick because I think I can still throw things through it. I believe it says it's opaque. Opaque and lasts for the duration. So I can see through it and I can shoot through it, it would seem. Oh, opaque means you can't see through something. Oh, I'm sorry. Opaque means you can't see through it. Sorry. So it's solid. Yeah, I guess I can't shoot through it. 
Okay. Uh, you're too far away to hear what they say, but they're gonna, they're gonna do that. Um, Saxon. Saxon, in the heat of all this, looks over. Uh, Hurricane, they're laying hands on me. Lend me your. Uh, oh. Um, <laughs> Uh, and he will pull Hurricane off the griffin and mount on the griffin. <laughs> Ooh. Does the yeah. griffin al allow it? <laughs> Does the DM allow it? <laughs> Make an animal handling check to see if you can mount the griffin. Okay, and I have nothing for this. I, yeah, would have had advantage on the other Did guy. I shoot the wrong guy? Uh, yep. Oh, it's over now. <laughs> oh, my bad. It's a, it's a 10 on animal a 10. handling. All right. So uh, you're, you're able to pull the other rider off, but when you attempt to mount the griffin, he snaps and snarls at you. He, would not, he will not let you get on the saddle uh, okay. with that roll. So. Okay. Saxon, um, as a bonus action, is can casting Mantle of Majesty. Um, and his countenance goes, um, you know, a, a, as far as the animal kingdom would, would consider to be the alpha of the situation um, with a forceful look and a yip! And um, he uh, is going to cast command um, on the creature and the command is... Um, the command is um, submit, and it's a wisdom. Let me just double check that. I think it's a wisdom saving throw. Yeah, wisdom. Wisdom fourteen. Uh, I'm checking on you guys now, so I'm pulling up all your spells. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wisdom fourteen for the Griffin. Wisdom. Ooh, a nine. So as soon as you say that, he lowers his head and submits to your authority. Okay. Um, so Saxon will be on there, and I'm not sure how you want to do this as far as movement and so forth on the griffin. Can we have our turn at the same time moving forward? So that is, that is how it works. The griffin will act as your mount your steed so you okay. will you will control the griffin's movements uh as your own movement um and then any actions that the griffin would take the griffin will still take his own action so like if you're next to someone okay. we'll do whatever um so how long does this last this lasts well, this one lasts round. A, well it lasts a minute well Duration, okay command command lasts one round Mm -hmm. But every turn for a minute, every turn you I get to tell us what to command. do. Yeah. But every turn for a minute, I get to save from it because you're casting it fresh. Is that um, how that works? If yeah, assuming I have to use the command to interact with it, then yes, that's correct. Unless it like, you know, unless we can bond or whatever. Follow, so yeah, you, you target the creature with wisdom save. They must follow the command until the end of their next turn. Um. Okay. Okay, so the command was submit, meaning the purpose of was to try to get on. Um, mm -hmm. So the first thing was 
to pull off the guy. The second thing was to try to mount with my movement. The third mm-hmm. thing was a bonus action of command. I still haven't taken an action, but all those things together. The action would be know, to pull the guy off. The... Yeah, I figured as much. So um, if I have any movement left, then I would go, I would hover 10 feet up on the griffin. Okay. That would be the movement. Yep, Just to be fine. out of reach of these knights. And the knights can't take reactions anyway, so. Yep. So you hover 10 feet above the ground. Okay. And I don't. I think that's a weakness. I don't know that there's a way to mark altitude in roll 20. Yeah. But anyway, the least. Okay. Salise is going to approach. The not confused guard. And is going to attack him with the trident. Double handed. Uh, first attack is an 18 to hit. 18 hits. Okay, so we have three and two is five points of piercing damage and then six points of cold damage. Five piercing, six cold, okay. And then I'm going to attack him a second time. Ooh, that is a natural one. Wah, wah. For a total of eight. Okay. Natural one. I was so excited to do something. Natural one, your speed is reduced by 10 feet for the next five rounds. Okay. Speed Twisted ankle. By 10 it's making more wet sock. Not too bad, all things considered. Yeah, could be and a you miss. worse. And you miss. Okay. Um, and then I am going to... Spend a key point and attack him. Same guy again with a flurry of blows. First attack is a 23 to hit. Hits. That is 8 points of damage. Okay. Second attack is an 18 to hit. Hits. And that is 8 points of damage. Okay. Nice. And I want to make sure I'm not missing a feat or a skill. Whenever I hit with one of my flurry of blows attacks. So I did, I can use my open hand technique. This guy, if I pushed him, I would be pushing him straight back. I couldn't push him off the bridge, right? Uh, you can push him. If it's straight back, then no. 
It doesn't really say that, but I'm assuming since I'm facing him, that would be the direction that he would go. And there's also right. a wall behind him, so that might yeah, prohibit you'd, him from you'd going over. Yeah, you have to lift over. him over the wall. Pick to him, throw grapple him, pick him yeah. up. Throw him so yeah. I think instead, I'm going to say he can't take a reaction until the end of my next turn. Okay. And I think that's it for me. All right. Next up is these guys. Um, <laughs> trying to read a couple of voice spells that are after each other. One second. So, you guys can't see through the wall either, but um, you would hear the sound of gusting wind blowing from the other side of the wall against this fiery wall of fire. I don't believe it will have any impact. Um, as for the duration... You hear them trying to break the wall down, but there is no, um, it is not successful. Zethafei. So I have a question about this wall of fire. Um, I know I can't see through it. It's 20 feet high. Yes. And I know that there's a lot of things over here. Can I cast a fireball, like... What does the fireball spell say? Over it? On a place you can see, I almost guarantee it. Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to figure out, though, whether there's a spot I can see. Um, if I can't cast over it, neither can you. Okay. I thought it was 20 feet high. It's 20 feet high. It actually just says within range. Okay, if you don't have to be able to see it. No. Well, and what I was thinking is that it's got a 20-foot radius. It's, like, huge. So even if I were to yeah. cast it right at the, sort of, right above the wall, it would still catch the top of all the creatures. Doesn't say you have to see it. Yeah, it does seem like I ought to have to, but fire spreads around corners and ignites. Twenty foot range. Twenty foot radius. Twenty foot radius. Can you get the griffin in that as well? 
That'd be crazy. 20 foot radius. My goal, and oh, I wasn't going to put it that far down. I mean, I was going to put it on the other side if I could. But I... Do I? No. Do we know that Griffin is there? He's flying. I thought, he's, he's I thought we saw him fly down. Oh, so we can see him. Okay. He's not it won't down. Me. He's high. You, you're you're measuring. Oh. Thank you. I don't know. I thought that I could put it. It's not super exact. Like. So you can't see through the wall, there. and I have been moving guys around back there. Yeah. So. I know that the Griffin's over here, it, though, right? Yeah. I'm just gonna document a gaming scores if you're gonna place it strategically to hit every single thing behind the wall. Well, no, no, I don't have to. I mean, I was thinking I would put it a little bit, I would be aiming a little bit to the left because I know that big guy is there, but I don't have to. I mean, if you want to put it like here-ish in that way, or maybe a little bit farther forward, and that way I don't get a bunch of these guys over on the side, I mean, feel free to tell me what's realistic. This That's, is fair if you're trying to hit This is sort of directly left. in front of me. Now, I point, I try to, to shoot somewhere beyond the firewall. The griffin to the left is way high up. So how high does this go? 20 feet? He's above it. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Because he's at least 50 feet in the air. Yeah. I mean, presumably I could see him and kind of be aiming for him, but I don't have to. It's fine. That's I can do the thing. That's the choice. Him, hit him, him or, or hit everybody else. else yeah. on the ground. Because he's he's high, and you know yeah, he's high because he flew down from the tower. So he's above the wall of fire, and he flew down from the tower, which was a couple hundred feet high. We'll just leave it. We'll leave it low. Okay. If I were just going to hit him, I would use something different. And I need to make one, two, three, four, five night deck saves. And this is at third level. Plus two. What was my DC? Um, 15. Ridiculous. A 20, a 19, and 18. Those are my last three rolls. A 7 and a 6. Um, so three, uh, two fails. So it's 27 on a fail. And 13 on a save. And I'm pretty sure that's all I'm going to do. I might, I'm a little bit afraid of this guy over here. Do I need to protect anyone? I'll probably move over a little bit. 27 on a fail? Yeah. Right, and then the other two, these, Dex, 
14, and 17. Okay. Succeed. No, both of them, or just one? The first one failed, the second one succeeded. Okay. This guy is. One that failed is dead. No, he's not. I'm sorry. Wrong hit point totals. 27. And 13. And that is this. There's, there's one more. Thirteen. Fail. Fail. Okay, that was a bajillion damage. The fire doesn't last. It's all gone. Oh. Uh, so that's that. That's the end of my turn. Okay, it's finally Hurricane's turn. Yikes. He's he gold. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so at the bottom of the round you hear a booming voice come from the top of this tower where that woman was and she says <laughs> he ponders sorry my uh i think my, my scroll was zooming instead of scrolling and uh she says you thought you were so smart you thought you were so Sneaky to come to my tower, but I received word ahead and prepared thoroughly. Good luck getting past my Feathergale forces. Oh, and did I mention I have some security devices enabled? See you inside if you are able to make it. And then she walks back off, and as she does, one of the towers starts to glow and a giant lightning bolt shoots out of the tower um, and I need to find the screen it's like I want it to miss all of us but also I don't want a frustrated DM so I don't know what I want <laughs> I'll take frustrated and you live with him. I'll take it. <laughs> I just want to say, I never I get to use Fireball. Oh, I need this. Go. Okay. Uh, disappeared. Okay. Here it is. Um, and... And no, they are all going to start firing. Um, and they are all going to start shooting lightning blasts, each one. Um, are there two? More there there two? are four. There are oh, four of them. Yeah. So uh, the first one, uh, I need to roll a die here. A lot of people down there. Uh, so the first one is going to be. One, two, three, four, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twenty-five. Okay. Twenty-five. 
Okay. 20. The first lightning bolt strikes down and hits someone behind the wall of fire, and you hear, Yeah! <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> the next lightning bolt. Uh, Please make funny noises if it hits you. <laughs> hits this guy for... This window keeps going away. Here it is. Uh, it's not... Okay. Four. Oh my gosh. I rolled 4d6 and I got seven. Holy cow! <laughs> oh. This is morning. Um, but I hit my own guy again. So, and you hear a... Oh, as it shots <laughs> down and... Oh, no. Seven damage. Uh, the next one uh, is going to hit. Uh, it hits Luth. Four. Fifteen points of lightning damage. Mm, just desserts. And the final one uh, hits another knight. And unfortunate. Okay. Oops. Yeah, he's dead. It's one of the knights that failed to save on a fireball. Oh. <laughs> Oh, he, got a, he got a fireball and a lightning wedge. And then he got <laughs> That's a bad day. Uh, so these lightning bolt things are now shooting out of the towers at intervals that you are unsure of. Um, and it is now this guy's turn. Um, the leader of the Feathergale Knights uh, steps up and he is going to say... Let me find him. He is hasted. Okay. So he's going to fly in. Um, and he has a lance. And so he's going to fly in and strike first and he's gonna he's overhead he's 50 feet up now so he flies down um and he's gonna fly down and attack you zathafe for that fireball of course uh so he's kind of he's got this long lance and he just kind of sticks it under his arm and just like a knight's tail but with wings he's coming at you with this long pointy lance um and he rolls to attack. A 24 to hit. Reroll. Warding flare. Okay. A 24 to hit. Dang it. That hits. Roll two 19s. Um, so you take 10 points of piercing damage. And then he pulls out... Um, his sword from his sheath once he's next to you, and he's going to make two sword attacks against you. Oh my gosh, this guy. 
He only could get one. His hasted attack is giving him more. Um, 22 to hit. That hits. And that's going to do 13 points of slashing damage. Sorry. And then a 17 to hit. That does not hit. Okay. So his next attack does not hit. And then um, he is going to fly back up. After engaging with you. Coward! I have ranged attacks! So I'm going to mark him back Wait, up. can't you hit him? Right now? Can't, do I get opportunity attacks? He's flying away from me. Why not? Of, of course you do. Any character that leaves your range gives you an opportunity. If you have a, if you have a, if you have a like reaction. Yeah, I do. I don't think warding flare was a reaction. I will double check. Though. I think it is. Is it? Oh, I think it is. Doesn't uh, it doesn't say it in the initial description, right. but there's a longer one. It's, it's yeah, it is your reaction. Okay. Fine. Coming right. for you. And that ends his turn. And then it is the other Griffin Rider's turn, and he's going to fly over um to here. And he is going to, out of the palm of his hand, a bolt of energy is going to start to form, and he's going to launch it forward, and it's going to hit you, Selyse. And a beam of blue energy lurches out towards you. With a 21 to hit. That hits. Okay. So this this blue bolt of energy connects, and it is now... Um, make sure I should be... I have to be closer. He gets about here, um, but he... I'm going to mark him as 20 feet in the air. Uh, so he's flying above this section, about 20 feet up, and he launches this blue bolt of energy towards you, and it connects you. It's like a, you're connected via this blue bolt of energy. And as soon as it hits you, you feel this weird thing as it wraps around you, and then you feel a pulse of pain shoot through you, uh, and you will take... Five points of lightning damage. And that is all. All right, Luth. Um, what do I do? I roll, roll to see what dice. I do. Yep. Roll the dice. Gotta look up the confusion spell again. Come on, nine or a ten. A D10. 
one. Um, you use all your movement to move in a random direction. To determine the direction, roll a d8 and assign a direction to each die face. Oh, no. You do not take an action this turn. Uh-oh. So one should be north. Three should be east. Okay. Five should be south. Uh, seven. And I use all my... So that would be west. I'm assuming it, it would be... You're not going to run over the... You wouldn't jump over the wall. Yeah, you'd just direction. run into that wall. You would run into that wall as far as you can. So you would be underneath this um, this griffin. No, just straight west. Left. It right? Would have been one, two, three, four, five. No. Yeah. 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 It would be here. You'd kind of run around slash through that guard and get to the edge of that wall and stop. Okay. Wisdom save. Wisdom save to get rid of it. Three. All right. Just, just didn't make it. I'm really sorry. I was looking at another spell and it said creatures I choose. So I apologize. What makes the game fun? Yeah. Yes. The first night, we'll roll a d10 to see what he does. It's a three. The creature doesn't move or attack or take actions. The second night, we'll roll a d10. It's a one. So now he'll roll a d10. One, two, three, four. And it would be this way. We'll move around Salise. Five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So, do I get an opportunity attack by chance or the Griffin? Anyone who he would have left your space, yeah. The Griffin's yes. technically not charmed by you, so he wouldn't attack his own. Okay, thing. but I'm ten feet up. You're ten feet so up, I don't so you would have, have a melee weapon that would have. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you're also not in range of him, so he wouldn't. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't have triggered an opportunity attack because you're ten. I, feet I was only thinking it would have worked with the Griffin being arm. so large. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. But he did leave Celise's range. Yeah, definitely, definitely on it. Uh, remind me what this attack is. Whatever weapon you have drawn that you can hit him with. Okay. So you're, yeah, just a regular Whoa. one attack. Hey, oh. Well, that's terrible. That's a 10. A 10 does not. To hit, hit with the trident. Yep. All right, and then the other two knights, this guy is now able to take reactions again and can attack normally. So the first knight's going to attack you, Salise. Um, wait, wait, wait. Hmm? Not till the end of Salise's turn. For reactions? That one that she did. Right, Reaction. Yeah. Okay, but he yeah. can still attack. He can attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so he's gonna make two attacks with a sword. First attack. Ten to hit. Nope. Second attack. Nineteen to hit. Yep. And a five points of damage slashing. Okay. Next night we'll attack. 
I thought he was confused too. That one next to the griffin? Nope. I marked them all. One of them got killed, I think. The, the one griffin guy was, was killed. This this one's this one's confused and he's and he got the I do nothing roll. Oh, okay. I missed This it, one's sorry. confused and got the run. Yep, and he roll. ran. Yep. And now this one's gonna take his turn. Cool. And he's gonna attack Luth. Uh twenty three to hit. Just hits. Six points of slashing damage. And a natural one to hit. His weapon sticks in the ground and he vaults over the edge of the bridge? Uh, his next two attacks do minimum damage. Oh. I tried. Good try, though. Uh, and... After the fireball incident, these guys are spreading back out some more. Um... Alright, that ends their turn. Glowing. Um, can I get some details on how far these griffins are above the ground? Yes. I don't know if you can see... I don't think you can see little circles when you click on the icon of these characters, do you? Can you see them? No, I think they're hidden to you. Yeah. So, um, I've been marking how high they are just because there's not a way to visually mark them. So, this one is 50 feet up. This one is 20 feet up. And this one is on the ground. No, I'm sorry, 10 feet up. Mm -hmm. Yep, 10 feet. Okay. And one of them was more like a caster, and one of them was more like holding a. Yeah, this, this one had a lance and a sword. And this one was casting is currently casting a spell that has him tethered with a blue lightning bolt to sleep. Right. Zathafe. Okay. He's connected to Zathafe, right? He's connected to Celise. Oh, okay. Just. Zathafe took it from the Lancey slashy guy. Okay, I would like to cast. Oh, hold on. Hold the phone. Um. I'm just going to cast Shillelagh on my weapon and go hit the guy right here. Okay. 26. Hits. 
Seven. Okay. Good. Yeah, and all those confused guys should have cast a uh, wisdom save. Done a save, yeah. Yep. I will do that while Hook uh, murders half of my party. All right. Looking forward Aim to it. Aim high. Um, yeah. So I'm going to use my bonus action to move Hunter's Mark to the the guy that's really high up in the air. And then I'm going to start okay. lighting him up. Some shots. All right. First shot is eight. Eight on the guy or the griffin? <laughs> on the guy. On the guy? Eight does not hit. Eight yeah, doesn't hit the griffin either, but Ah, uh, dang it. Second shot's 11. Okay. Does not hit. And that's all I can do. Wow. Okay. You hear nothing, but this guy is having no parts of this anymore. He's out. He's he's done. He quits this job. Which guy? You can't see him. He's on the other side of the fire. Saxon. Uh... Saxon would like to uh, uh, soothe the beast and uh, try to, uh, you know, form a bond of, of uh, at least cooperation with this creature um, on his turn. Uh, persuade it to uh, to work with him, if you will. That's a one-word command. Well, he'd rather he'd rather gain the animal handling control of it if possible oh you're gonna um, use your action to try first. and yeah and if that doesn't okay. work yeah okay so go ahead and roll an animal handling check the dc does uh i'll give you advantage since he is since you subdued him last turn uh okay so he's he's more susceptible to you um but the dc is the same okay it's it's a 12 only so you fail that check. Um, okay. All right. So then I would then I would use the command and say uh, attack, uh, and we would be working together to try to attack um, the other mounted one that's ten feet above us, the um, the humanoid, not the griffin. The humanoid that is ten feet above you. Right, so I guess what we have to do is do the command saving throw first, yep. and then... so that'd be wisdom. Right. Wisdom. Ten. Okay, fails. So then, then... He would fly he... up and then attempt to attack you. Can he do his multi-attack? The griffin's yep. normal? Yep. Okay. So then, oh shoot, it's a... Uh... So you're now okay. 20 feet above the air, and he's not too okay. thrilled about it. Um... Mine is not? Yeah. No, okay. he's not too thrilled about you being on him still, but he's going to okay. fly up and make this attack because you told him to and he failed his save. Okay. All um... right, so the first is a beak attack. Yep. Uh, 17 to hit. 17 hits and that's going to be 
piercing damage of 10. And then the next. And hold on, I need to make a oh, Constitution save because I'm concentrating. Oh, I see. This one. Yep, I succeed. Go ahead. Okay, so then a claw attack is next. Yep. Oh, that's only an eight to hit. An eight does not hit. Okay. Um. So then, I've I've used my animal handling. So I assume that's my action. I've used yep. my bonus action. He's used his attack, um, and, and we're up twenty feet. I'm gonna have you so, make a dexterity check to see if you can hold on to the unhappy Griffin. Oh, okay. So it'll be a dexterity, uh, just a dex. I don't think it's a saving throw. Just a dexterity check, and if you cannot hold on then you will fall the 20 feet. Well, can I negotiate with you for a saving throw since I have him under my yes. control? Okay. Oh my gosh. Of course I roll in D&D Beyond. It's a natural one. So. DC was yeah, 12 to successfully hold on. Uh, so you do fall 20 seven. feet. Um, and I think... There's some fall damage. Yeah, there's some ball damage coming. Uh, there's a table I need to look up. Let me see here. Um, uh, every 10 feet you fall, you take damage. 1d6 for every 10 feet. So it's 2d6 worth of damage. So 2d6. You take 9 points of falling damage. Okay. And you are now under the griffin as he is 20 feet up. Okay. So I'll say, a worthless bird! Right. Series of bad rolls there. It's a cool idea though. Uh, Felice. I did, but also... <laughs> I'm just gonna roll a natural one again! Um, can you please give me the status of each of the griffins' height? Yes, so the two next to you are 20 feet up, and the other one is 50 feet up. And am I still in this electric relationship? Yes, there's still some weird... Um, Wonder Woman lasso like electricity around you. Okay, so it's not a condition, but it's some kind of attack. You are you are tethered to this being, yeah. Tethered. Okay. Um. I'm I I have no knowledge that I can't move, right? Mm, not seem to be able to move. Okay. It really doesn't seem best for me to attack people who are flying. So I'm going to see if I can dispatch this fellow ahead of me and go up and try to help Luth. Okay. No, no. I'm going to go up and help Luth right now. Opportunity attack be damned. End of your turn. He can't make one. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yes. Okay. And so one I'm of the go... knights did succeed on rolling against uh, the confusion. It's the one down here, by the way. 
Yeah. I re-rolled their wisdom saves. Okay. So I'm going to go ham on this guy who's up by Luth. Okay. So we are going to start with the trident attack. Double-handed. That is cocked. That is very good. That's 25 to hit. It hits. And we have... Ooh. Um... 1d8. Oh my gosh. Not a d4. 1d8 plus 4. I did damage wrong last time because I'm an idiot. Uh, that is max damage piercing of 12. Okay. And then the cold damage is 6. Right, he's done. Ooh. Very good. Um, then I am going to walk back into range with this other guy and my second attack with the trident on him uh also 25 to hit hits and that is also max damage of 12 piercing and two cold okay he's done ring is just filling up and filling up and filling up well who can I attack um do I I don't know anything about loose condition that I could like shake him out of it or anything like that uh you could check but you already used your action oh right and I've walked away from him as well um I have 15 left to move. It's a waste to not use my bonus action, but what else could I do with my bonus action? There's no one for me to fight. Do you get to that guy down near Hook? I have 15 feet of movement left. Uh. I can't get to anybody. Don't, don't you see the one under the Griffin? Yeah, there's one down between the griffins oh i can go under okay yeah five ten fifteen i can just get there-ish if that's permitted to attack that guy um and that would be a flurry of blows that would be an 11 to hit for the first uh which one was it 11 to hit this last guard 11 does not hit. And 13 to hit. 13 does not hit. Okay. Um, unfortunately, that's it for me. Okay. Next up is these guys, and they are now going to try something new. And they are all going to line up across this bridge. And they are all, uh, one at a time, but simultaneously, going to cast Gust of Wind. Um, 
And a 60 feet long, 10 foot wide blast is going to come from each of these guys. So it's basically going to be this whole... Um, so we'll start with this guy up here. Uh, and so it's going to be a... Where's my images? Tokens. Nope. Spell effects. Live. Uh, 10 feet wide. Sixty feet long, yeah. So like five, ten. Sixty feet. Uh so it's gonna be this. So this guy's gonna cast this gust of wind spell here. Um so when he casts the gust of wind, uh it passes through the wall of fire. Can't see through it, but it does the magical wind does pass through it. The firewall does not extinguish. Uh, but the wind does pass through the wall. Any creature in the line must spend two feet of movement for every one foot that you're trying to move towards me. So double the movement to move towards the gust of wind. Um, each creature that starts your line in the turn must succeed a strength saving throw or be pushed away from it. Um... There's no damage, but basically I need everyone who is standing in this line here. So in these two squares, all the way down to here. If you're standing in this line, you need to make a strength saving throw. Or be pushed 15 feet away from me in the direction of the line. 16. So, Celise, you're not in this one, but you're going to be in one in a minute. Oh, okay. So, this first one is here. So, this would be Luth, Glowin, and this knight. Uh, 15. So, 15. Uh, it is a... The DC is 12. So, you're successful? 19. 19. Also successful. Uh, my knight is going to... He fails, of course. He moves 15 feet that direction. Griffin's too high to be impacted. And then the next guy is going to cast his gust of wind here. So I need Glowin to make another save. And now, Celise, you'll make a save. What was it? You're just out of range, Zethafe. You're good. Oh. Can't use that 16 count. Oh, I... <laughs> Celise and Glowin. Did you get attacked? 16. Nine. Okay, so... No, you don't get an attack of opportunity unless somebody... Willingly moves. Move, wants to move. Uh, so, Glowin, you're saved. Celise, 15 feet. 5, 10, 15 south. 
And then this section, so this will be Saxon, we'll make a save. Seven. You move 15 feet south. And then the Out. last one. How tall is that? Anybody. Saxon's on the ground. Oh, you're on the ground now? Yeah. Yes. Uh, and that ends their turn. And the, this wind is continuing. So there is a constant torrent of wind uh, that is blocking kind of this whole area here. Uh, and then it is Zephay's turn. Does that mean I need to move to the left in order to target this guy who attacked me? No, you, it's just, just wind. It's just, just wind, wind can, right? Like my yeah. spell. Right. Yep. So if I move down, will that guy get an attack of opportunity? He moved involuntarily, but I didn't. He involuntarily moved into me. He's next to you now. All right. He will. Fine. We'll I know it him. looks like there's a space you can move here, but each one of these walls is 10 feet wide, and there are four guys here, so the intent is that all... its I can't place them because the graphic's weird, yeah. but this entire bridge Full is space. now pushing south um, with the high gust spell. Okay. And it lasts for a while. If I get on hands and knees, does my grippy hands make me not have this effect? It's a good try. Uh, no, because you still have to move into the wind, regardless. Okay. Luther, are you running against the wind? Still running? Still running. Ready for me? Yep. Here I come. Um, I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt at that guy who attacked me at third level. Might use okay. a lucky. We'll see how it goes. On the guy or the griffin? Oh, the guy. Okay. Ooh, I'm definitely going to re-roll that. Piece of crap. That's better. 24 to hit. That hits. Come on, let me go find more of this area. Yuck, three ones. That sucks. That really sucks. 14 points of damage. Okay. Ew. All right. Anything else? No. That's it. All right. It is the top of the order. I'm going to roll lightning bolts, and then I think we're going to call our session and continue the top around of combat on the next night so let me just roll these random lightning bolts out here okay um First lightning bolt hits. Salise. Salise, you take. Uh, 
14 points of lightning damage. <clears throat> okay. The next lightning bolt. Also comes south of the fire. It hits nine. Hook. Hook, you take... Three ones and a two. Five points of lightning damage. Ouch. Uh, which is halves because I have... Yeah. <laughs> two points of lightning damage. <laughs> wow. Let's uh, hope for that combo again. That was crazy. All right. And 18 sits on the side now. And then same thing. Three, one, two, three, glowing. You take 14 points of lightning damage. And the last one. Also on this side, and it is a 10. Two, three, four, five. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Hook again. Oh, yeah. Two sixes and a five and a one. Eighteen points of lightning damage, half. So, um, nine points of lightning damage. All right, so the security beacons fire off. This time they actually all hit you guys. I was, um, I'm rolling random for that too, so that was crazy odd. Um, all right. Uh, we will continue combat at the top of the round. Is there anything we want to put a pin in? I think um, you have Hunter's Mark on on the left, left Griff, right? On the left one, yes. Yep. Um, concentrating on which bolts. So I'm gonna put a uh, colored dot on this guy and on you, Celise. Signify that we are. Connected there. Anything else? Um, Griffins, I have their height selected. Nope, I think we're good. Right. Good job, um, everybody. Yes. Quick, quick question for my um, mantle of majesty command. Um, if I lose concentration, I lose that. So I took nine damage so i think i have to make a concentration constitution check, constitution check yeah constitution okay i roll an 18 plus one yeah. 19. so the dc is um half your damage or 10 whichever is greater okay so i still have that use of that uh command spell continually on some All right, uh, I think that's it. Cool. Easy fight. Yeah, it's a big See. fight. Um, sorry, when there's so many guys, turns take so long. Um, but I think we're good. Uh, all right, thanks, guys. We'll see you yep. next week. All right, good night. Oh, good night. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.